0: Hello there, my name is Ritik Shah and this is the CESA Podcast. So introductions, CESA is the Software Engineering Students Association at the University of Ottawa. We want to help students in their adventures in the software industry. Through this podcast, we'll have various guests, including students who've interned at companies like the Big Four, professors who teach subjects like cybersecurity and machine learning, and even industry professionals. This podcast is accompanied by a series of YouTube videos, which you can find on our YouTube channel, uOttawa CISA. This episode is the full version of my interview with Tolu Alubide, an ex-product design intern at Facebook and the president of CISA. We discuss his interest in product design, how he got his internships, including his experience at Facebook, and his plans after graduation. So let's get on with it. Okay, Tolu, thanks for coming in today. Thank Um, you for having me, Ritik. I just wanted to start. Tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Yeah. Um, again, super excited to be here. This is like really awesome. Yeah. Mission. I'm so glad that this is happening. Um, so a little bit about myself. I'm a 3.5 year software engineering student at okay. the University of Ottawa. Um, I'm the president of the Software Engineering Students Association. I'm a designer. I'm an engineer. Um, Stress student, just like everybody else. Yeah. And um, more specifically, I'm a product designer, so that's kind of where my a lot of my interests lie, and where I'm building a career in right now. And uh, outside of all of that, I try to teach design um, through Design Talks Ottawa um, here on campus.
0: Yeah. So so today I just wanted to like kind of analyze you, like yeah. go through all your layers. Uh, I wanted to start off with like your choice in software engineering. Then we'll talk about your past internships then we'll talk about where you interned last summer or this summer and then um we'll talk about your future plans. yeah that sounds like so a plan yeah how did you choose software internment?
1: how did i choose software so i almost didn't choose software um i almost went to law okay. uh, i almost started almost ended up being a lawyer i used to do a lot of mock trial stuff in in high school actually took a team to like we used to compete and all that fun stuff yeah. so um i i for a long time thought i was going to go into law, like maybe technology law Something like that. Okay. Um, but um, I'd always had a knack for being able to code and a knack for like engineering and tech in general. I think um, I was more interested in tech before I became interested in like engineering as a concept. So this started about when I was a 10, and my dad put me in a class, like a web design class, over the summer. And really, what we did there was I don't know if you know these, but like Adobe Dreamweaver and yeah. PHP. Like that was the that was kind of how you built websites back back then. So we did that for a bit, um, and I got I got used to that. But very quickly, I, I figured like, this got to be a better way to do this, and just kind of Google my way through how to build a better website, um, and then just started picking up HTML, CSS, JavaScript, and then over time, it just it became just, just a second skill, more like a hobby. I would just build websites wherever I could, and uh, and then um, and then and then and then we moved to Canada about five years ago, and and that's who the experience in high school here. So, um, so I moved to Canada from, from uh, Lagos, Nigeria, yeah. where I was born. And so when, when we moved to Canada, then I got into the high school system here, um, got, to, got to do really interesting classes in robotics, um, still was learning mostly self-taught. A lot of the web stuff I do now is mostly self-taught because you don't really learn like how to build a website in yeah. school. You learn like more abstract engineering principles. So picked up a lot of that. Um, and so when the time came to apply to, apply to University yeah, it, it, it was kind of like, oh, do I go into law or do I go into tech? And so I ended up actually applying almost entirely to engineering programs, even though like I felt like I could go into law. I never actually applied to any law programs. Um, so I feel like in that sense, the dis- I kind of subconsciously made a decision. like I was like, I could be a lawyer, but never actually follow through on it, but follow through on being uh, an engineer. Um, and so, of course, applied to like Waterloo, U of T, Ottawa, um, and eventually decided to come to Ottawa for two reasons: one, the scholarship was nice; two, the co-op, and then um, three was I kind of got used to this um, to this idea of like this, this this freedom that I had. In my second uh, to last year and last year of high school, I got to intern at startups in Toronto, so I worked as actually growth and marketing at a startup. And there I got to do like door-to-door knocking and all that fun stuff and growth hacks and trying to figure out how to like grow a startup mm-hmm. um, from a marketing side. And then I got to do a front-end internship at a company in Toronto called, uh, at the time they were called b Notion, but now they're called Simbility, uh, um, Simbility Intersect. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I forgot the name sometimes. And so like, there's kind of like that path. That's basically the path from like 10 year old Adobe Dreamweaver, um messing around with html css in the US, nigeria moving to canada uh then doing high school thinking i was going to go into law but kind of still like doing engineering as like a my like do or building websites and mm-hmm. then comes to university and i'm like you know what mm, i'm just gonna go into web, and 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 i've always been into startups and on, well, honestly building products has kind of been where my interests have been forever yeah. and so when it came down to it, law just didn't give me this opportunity to build products the way I wanted to, and, and tech just seemed like an obvious way to do it.
0: So you said you started, um, you started your, like, in, you said when you were 10, Yeah, you were in Nigeria, yes, right? Yes, I was Nigerian, so, so, and your dad pushed you to start this website course. Yeah. So is your dad also like, in this tech industry now. no
1: funny enough both my parents are accountants um okay. so i'm actually probably the first person in my family to go into tech um i think i don't know okay. if there are any other people in tech i haven't met them yeah. um so i think yeah both the parents are um are accountants uh, my dad though he's kind of always kind of similar to me um and it's probably where i, get, I think i got the startup bug from uh he's always been interested in, in how to build businesses how to build companies how to build products um and so he realized pretty early on that the next wave of like tech companies or companies that were, were, would dominate the world would be tech companies and mm-hmm. so he like he was like hey at least you shouldn't under- have an understanding of it i don't think he, he ever knew how far i would go with it or maybe if he did like kudos to him yeah. but he put me in that just because also because i didn't really do much else in the summer at home so i was like well he's gotta do something just, just sit at home all, all day um and so so yeah i think he's always kind of had that had this understanding of like where the next wave of companies would come from and i think he he placed the right bet in tech
0: that's good yeah so you you mentioned your internships in when you answer right so what was your what was the process of getting your first internship Mm -hmm. uh like how many companies did you apply to what was your like interview to application ratio yeah um what was like I guess maybe stress that you felt while yeah. applying and then what was the interview process like and then what your actual internship was and
1: what's, like what's the, yeah so there's yeah. the story there yeah totally um so technically my first internship was in high school um okay. but that one was pretty random i think we went to a school so i'll talk about that really quickly we went to a school field trip to the u, to u of t mm-hmm. um I met a professor there i think i would taken a class we we It was a field trip where you took a class for a day. Um, And and, and I'll tell that story because I learned something really interesting there. So I took a class for a day um, and I took this class in um, business with startups. And so I went into this class um, at the time I had been reading a lot of like stuff about like how to build startups, how to build companies, how to build products. Um, from this place called Y Combinator, they're uh, VC, uh, their incubator in Silicon Valley. So I'd read a lot about them and so when I got to this was like I was like probably like 16 at the time. Uh, 17 maybe and I went into this class and eventually like a lot of what he was saying I just like it just made sense to me. And actually the class was just me and him talking the entire time and like yeah. 20 other people listening to us talk. And um, at the end he was like that's really cool and I told him I'm looking for an internship. And then, um, long and short, he referred me to my first internship. That's kind of how that went. And, okay. and then I, and then I, they got on the phone with me, spoke to them. I was like, "Yeah, I'm in high school," and they were like, "Totally, just come on over." And they did that for, for you know, for my first summer internship, like two months, nothing crazy. So coming to university, um, as you know, like with our program, you do your first year, and then you got to go look for your first internship. Now. Um, I, you know, having done those before, and I knew, okay, I wanted to do something fun. I wanted to do something I actually enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And so um, I needed to start early. And so I started my search for my internships um,
0: first semester. And actually. was that because that's when, like, the California companies started recruiting? Um, I
1: actually didn't start applying to California companies until like my second year. So, okay. um, and I, at that time wasn't even included into the California cycle yet. Um. Until my second year. So my first year, I was like, okay, you know, what would be great, um, private sector, because here in Ottawa, like a big thing is your first internship is in yeah. government. That's like everybody always. I've never worked in government actually. I'm really, I, I wouldn't say fortunate, but in my mind, I never wanted to work in government, and mm-hmm. so far, I haven't had to like do that. So to me, that's some level of fortune. So, anyways, uh, I started early because I knew I wanted to work in private sector, and also I knew that my competition wasn't going to be fellow first years my competition was like third years and second years like that's what the competition was and that's probably the first like mind shift i had to make i was like okay i needed to like do make this mental change um and then in terms of like applications um actually didn't apply to a lot of places now that i remember because like because i was starting so early um it's probably the first time i learned about like back channeling like the idea of like kind of like hustling your way into the process before the process actually starts. Um, and a lot of interesting things have happened around like first around like first semester, second semester before the summer um, I used to do a lot of like really I just look out for interesting events happening and places that things that would allow me to like essentially insert myself into those spaces and then go from there work figure it out. So um, I remember I did and this remember this is also the dead of winter. Like, because yeah. Ottawa winter starts early, so there's a lot of times I was just like skipping. I skipped a lot of classes to, to go. Like, I did startup open house here yeah. in Ottawa. Um, it's really interesting thing that happens where like you get to tour startups, um, and then obviously like try to pitch yourself and get a job. Like, basically, that's the point. Um, I did that. Uh, I did I applied to Shopify, that they, they opened in January, so I applied to Shopify, got to interview with Shopify. Um, and then my first internship was actually at Clipfolio. Um th- and, okay. they data- and they are their da- data visual- visualization company here in Ottawa. And actually, how I got that internship wasn't by applying. Um, so CISA, back when I was a first year, um, before I joined the exec team and you know, all that fun stuff. Um, we do these um open yeah, open houses yeah. where we go to companies, offices, hang out with them, that kind of thing. So I saw softwarefully was doing that. Obviously, during school hours, I was like, class. Never heard of her. So I went to <laughs> I skipped class as usual. Went to this Clipfolio um open. I'm not encouraging to skipping class, but I did what I had to do. So I I went to this Clifolio open house um and uh for some reason it was like middle of the day or something. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was like not after work hours. Yeah. So because like you don't want to like go to an empty office. So um went to this Clifolio open house and then basically like I took a copy of my resume um went in there and just started like talking to people i remember that time talking to like their engineers and ccls and just kind of saying like i'm looking for an internship and um i want to stress i didn't just go into that process just like here's me i'm looking for an internship give me something at the time i'd also been doing a lot i also discovered the power of side projects really early Mm -hmm. um and the fact that like if you want to get noticed um a really great way to do that is side projects and a really good way and and the reason is because on what a side project does is it gives you something to talk about one and it gives them a way to assess you when um you don't have anything on your on your resume so for me like i i kind of had things in my resume but Mm -hmm. ultimately not the kind of things that would like put me above and beyond a a second year or third year so i was i was probably maybe um, maybe I could compete with my fellow first years, but probably not even better than them. I could just compete, but I couldn't. There was no guarantee that I could actually beat them in an interview. Yeah. So and I so for sure I couldn't beat second and third year. So I needed something else. I needed another another thing. And that was the time I started working on my first side project. My first side project was actually super dumb. Um, nothing crazy. What I did was actually um, I started working with APIs at that time and discovering that hey, you don't have to code everything. Sometimes they're like external softwares that have built on things you can just plug them into your software into into what you're building so at the time um what i essentially built was a project it was a chrome it was supposed to be a chrome extension but i settled for just a website and it would take a picture of your face analyze the emotion on it and then respond with a gif pretty straightforward and so that was using two apis the Jiffify api uh, so the jiffy api Mm -hmm. um the project was called Jiffify, but um the the the, it was using the jiffy api and the clarify api so clarify is a company that uses um, essentially they they are an AI company okay. um, they've built models around how to understand um, different things like they do yeah. logos like shoes that, so you can plug that into like into other systems okay um, so they've they'd already mapped or built a system for like emotion or like facial recognition essentially yeah. um, so you don't have to go train a data set so you don't have to go write the code around that you can just plug into their system so that's kind of what I did so they had written one um, they basically allow me to train one. And, mm-hmm. and even for training, they actually provide a really interesting like UI for that. So you okay. just put stuff up and you can like manually just like like this is what it means. And then you Got run it. the system again with a new data set. And if it's if it's like mapping it correctly, then your data set, then, then your model is being trained. So, so I use that, use those two things, combine them together, built a really crappy UI and said, Hey, like, can I do three things? Can I take a picture from a webcam, send that picture to clarify? from clarify, get some response on what the emotion is, and then append like, and this is literally what the code was doing, I append um, that emotion string to, um, I believe it was like an animal of some kind, like a random Mm -hmm. animal in an array. Um, So I just created an array of random animals, like dog, cat, duck, (laughs) and I would pick a random animal from that array, append it, so you would get happy duck, or happy dog, or happy cat, or angry duck. and then send that string as a query back to jiffy yeah, and then I mean, return I mean, back a jiff that was pretty much the first that was pretty much my first side project but what it did was demonstrate this ability to work with apis demonstrate an ability to to, to 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 understand like how do you make api calls how do you how do you how do you um so, and so it was a really interesting project in that sense and it was that project that actually got me my first um a, a folio, um a internship and actually also got me an in um my interview at Shopify as well. Okay. I did get an offer but um it was pretty cool
0: to pretty uh, cool, uh, to like yeah. get an
1: interview um in my first year.
0: Yeah. I mean that, that was like a lot of hustling and then a lot of dedication. But that's actually like really two kind of qualities you need in software engineering. Yeah, pretty Gotta have the ability to hard work and the ability to like Show people how yeah. you've hard work, And,
1: and yeah. also just to take a lot of no's. Like, I think yeah. I got really, um, I've been, I also think of it as a fortune. I think some people have had a very different path into engineering. My path into engineering has not been smooth, smooth sailing. Um, there's been a lot of no's along the way. And I'll show yeah. you, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about some more. There's been a lot of no's along yeah. the way. Um, but I think I, I'd add to that is just like, you know, letting those no's like just be, be water water off your back. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I kind of want to get into. So you said in uh, Nigeria, yeah. you took that course in web dev, right? Yeah. And then I'm guessing you did some web dev um, to your in university as well. Yeah. And now you said you earlier said that you're like in product design. Yeah. And you also did UI UX. Yeah. So I really wanted to understand how you went from web dev to UI UX and product design and like inspires you to make like cool projects. Yeah, cool that's, products. That's yeah. super.
1: That's a really good question. Um. So yeah, like I, I my first internship, yeah, at it was as an engineer. I worked as a UI engineer there. Okay. Um. I think that's what I was called. I think it was like so UI, are you in your UX. The reason why it was so strange is actually because there was something peculiar about that internship. Okay. So normally when you're hired as an engineer for an internship, you join the engineering team. Um. And you're just a rank and file engineer. Um, but what was interesting about that internship and something I forgot to mention about Clipfolio as well was I did the open house yep. but then I actually my first contact with Clipfolio was actually um, uh, a lecture series that they had on campus okay. that naturally I also skipped class for <laughs> um, you'll start to see a trend <laughs> I didn't go to a lot of classes in my first year I went to some but most of yeah. them I just like just, I just skipped them so um, it was a it was lecture series by the chief experience officer at the company um, Peter okay. Matthews and so Peter Matthews had um, a I don't remember how or why I found out about that lecture he was having, but I came, skipped class, okay. and went to that lecture series. Um, I think at the time the rationale was like, this is somebody who works at a company that's private. I'm gonna go and maybe like try and wow him and see what and see what happens. Okay. Um, that was kind of what I was thinking. I was like, this person is like this is somebody like I would usually have to book a meeting for, but like now they're like on campus, and it's either that or like I go to a Java class. Ah, I think I will go to that one. That's kind of my rationale. So I went to that, and um, long and short was. I told him at the end of that lecture series, I, I want to work on your team. Okay. Uh, and that, that was kind of what I said. And then, fast, and then fast forward to a couple, maybe a week later, then Cisa has that event. I'm in the office again. He's like, I saw you last week. And I'm like, here we are. And then we're kind of building that relationship over time. And so when I joined the company as an intern, I actually joined a company to his team. Oh, okay. um, and his team is a team of designers. And wow. so I was an engineer embedded on the, on the design team. And what was really interesting too about that was um, at the time the company was, they were like not in a new office, they were in their own office. okay, And they were like taking up some floors and the engineering team was on the lower floor design was on the upper floor. So I was also physically separated from, from the engineers at the company. So what I created was a really interesting like experience over four months where I got to do a lot of engineering work, which now I realize this was prototyping work because a lot of the work I did was I would take stuff I was still squashing bugs, a lot of like UI U, U, um, uh, UI bugs, but mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time with their designers. I spent a lot of time in their space. I spent a lot okay. of time, like I would be in their meetings and in their like in their scrums and all, like how they were figuring that stuff out. And I got to like figure that out. I'm like, okay, this seems really interesting. And then on my off time, I would pick up like Adobe XD or like some, some other design tools and like try to mess around in that for a bit. And I would show it to them and they're like, this is really interesting. And I think I did a lecture at a time that you do every day, you can do a lecture. And I think I did um, one where I just taught, I did like I did an audit of Adobe XD for the team and said like, oh, this yeah. is what Adobe XD does, this is what it doesn't do. And like, here's why I think we should use it or we shouldn't use it. I don't remember okay. what my recommendation was. But um, that entire experience, I think, probably sowed the seed of like, what like the designer I am today. Cause after that experience, this is end of August, end of August, 2017, I believe. Oh, I decided, hey, I'm gonna try and be a designer. Like it was just really like my 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 rationale was there's no other time to try that, but now I'm just finishing my first year. Worst case scenario, um, it doesn't work out, and I get some last-ditch engineering job. Yeah. Um, or it does work out, and you know, I see what happens. So I then spent six months from the from twenty from August 2017 to the end of 2017 basically trying to be a designer and trying to learn design and what that really looked like for me was basically going to classes by day because i started going to classes best by the time i, was like, no, I can't skip, skip, keep, keep skipping classes um and then i was a designer by night and, and that I, I was you know doing projects in the WXD, a lot of really crap work um but essentially rinsing and repeating like a learning cycle that i created for myself which is like side projects i really learned best by side projects, just like honestly my learning style so i created these like mini side projects that would just iterate over through um, each time learning something new every time so i did a project with a friend of mine where we did um hiking app Mm -hmm. then i did um a bunch of other like random stuff here and there but then eventually towards the end of the year i launched my first um case study um called spotify jammer and that project was really interesting It, it took off a little bit cut through the noise it really raised my profile slightly um and then I, then when that project well, when it launched it actually allowed me to get my first internship at pilot interactive in toronto a design agency okay. and um over over that time too, I'd actually been interviewing at a lot of like that was actually my first time interviewing at conf, at, at Bay Area companies. Ironically, it was as a designer, um, not as an engineer. And 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 of course, I got a lot of no's in that process as well. But it was also kind of validating that I could get the interviews. It was like, yeah. hold wait, wait a second, you are, you actually think I'm good enough for an interview? Um, hmm, maybe I'm not so bad at this. And so basically, that that's pretty much a condensed story of how I went from like. Engineer on a design uh, engineer on a design team at Folio to interaction design and in turn at Pilot Interactive. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, so I know a lot of like people who want to get into UI UX design. Yeah. Right. So whatever I usually feel is that you should probably have a good understanding of web dev. Mm-hmm. Right. Kind of understand how like things can be done in HTML, CSS, JavaScript. Yeah. Right. And then. But then what is like, what do you think you really need to get into?
1: Into, into, into design, design. In, into product design. I think like, I think definitely there is something to be said about understanding, um, the tools in which what we design are being creative in kind of similar to how like a lot of industrial designers, um, or fashion designers, um, have an understanding of like cloth or have an understanding of like wood, whatever it is you build stuff in. I think it's important for a lot of designers to understand what we build in, but I think more importantly, um, or yeah, I think I think more importantly, what's important for 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 a lot of for a lot of designers or people trying to come into design is uh, obviously like product. I think product thinking. So your ability to like understand who's a problem, who who's a product for, mm-hmm. um, who's it not for, um, what are their constraints, and what are their what are their needs, and and really try to like center that in your process. Um, two, I think it's obviously, I think it's a really cool um, t- um, skill to have is understanding like user research, maybe at a more f- fundamental level, you don't need, yeah. need to be the best user researcher. But I think understanding at a fundamental level um, allows you to answer some of the questions yourself if you don't have a user researcher and making sure that your work is backed up with, with some facts and some data. Yeah. Um, I think um, ultimately a product designer is... More, it's actually more like an engineer than they are like an artist. I think product design is based in function. Um, there, there, there can still be art in it, but mm-hmm. art is an enabler of something, not the end in it, the end in and of itself. And so, um, I would say if you're somebody coming into UI ux design, um, have an understanding of product thinking, have an understanding of user research, um, but of course, like. You know, you have to do that that work of trying to understand how do I get my design sensibilities up, consume a lot of work, um, look at stuff, be more critical about like the apps on your phone, be more critical about the systems around you and, and say like why is this this way? like this app I'm using in front of me like why is it that way And trying to reverse engineer constantly reverse engineering eventually you start to like come in, you, you, what you, you'll hit is you start seeing some commonalities like hmm, these, these, these apps are doing kind of the same things and then you go one level up, you start to see a principle. And mm-hmm. then you kind of drip rinse and repeat that over and over again. Eventually you hit on a lot of principles and then you can then reapply those principles in your own work. Um, that's for like UX principles. And the same thing goes for UI principles as well. There's a pop bunch of them. And then, and then all of that coalesces together once you get, once you get your design sensibilities together, um, you kind of just have a, fee, a taste for what's good, like what looks like yeah. a design. And that really just comes with time and with consuming work and seeing a lot of good work as well. Um, but in terms of more like concrete stuff, I think like, there's a lot of great courses on um, Udacity. A lot of great courses on Coursera. Medium has a lot of great, um, great, yeah. um like
0: case studies. Yeah, and stuff. exactly.
1: Case studies. Reading case studies. I think I like that's one thing I did a lot. I read a lot of case studies, mm-hmm. and then from there, asked a lot of questions. Cold emailing. I think I cold emailed a lot of people with questions around like the what they the work they did, and said, "Hey, how did you do this?" Um, or like, "I this is a decision you made. Why did you make that decision?" And mm-hmm. and 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 what is some of the stuff informing like how you're thinking. Um, I don't know if those people will, like remember me today, but like I, I did a lot of that too. So like reading a lot of case studies, and and I think like maybe we'll like link some of that stuff. Yeah, um, for later sure. I can send that to you. But it's like, yeah, I think Coursera, Udacity will teach you some of that like fundamental like design stuff. Um, but then like case studies, uh, and then it does I cannot under understate just or I can't overstate. Sorry, just like doing work just get stuff out of there i think a lot of people like to wait till they're perfect mm-hmm. to start doing stuff and i think that's probably the wrong way to go about it that's just my opinion though i think like you just got to get things out of there and like get your g- get the crap stuff out of the way um so you can start getting good stuff and you only get the crap stuff out of the way is to it's to, it's to get it out on on there whether it's get it on paper get it in sketch or figma or whatever tools you like to use but get it out there um so i think if, if i were to wrap it up it's um understand your product thinking, understand your user research. Um, You can get some learnings in Coursera and Udacity, read a lot of case studies, um, and then just do a lot of work.
0: That's like a really in-depth answer. Yeah, Yeah. it's good. All right. So we ended on Pilot Interactive. Mm -hmm. So what was that internship like? What was that experience like? And how you also, I know, went on to Transfer Kitchen. Yeah. So if you could talk a little bit about that.
1: Sure. Um, So with Pilot, uh, pilot this So pilot was my first design internship, pure design. No, like you're just kind of an engineer on a design team. It was like a designer as a designer, a, a designer designer. So um that was in Toronto. There was a small team. They saw my work, thought it was really cool, um, and thought to join the team. So that was that was really that was really awesome and really validating as well to kind of finally get my first design um, role. And what was also really interesting about that position was it was I got it basically. Beginning of January, like I was getting really close. I was cutting it really close okay. on design and and like on like um like the window to get internships, as you yeah. know, like is really small. Yeah, um, by like January ish. A lot of people want to fill positions by then. I think I got the offer on January, February. So like you're kind of oh, cutting okay. it really tight by then. Um, if you're, if you get an offer, like a few and far between. So, and that by this time I'd gone through a lot. Um, I'd gotten rejections. It was my first, it was around the time that I got my first rejection from Facebook um, I got rejections from MailChimp, Microsoft. Um, a bunch of places, basically, like both big and small, just projections yeah. everywhere. And then I got this uh, this internship. And really, what was kind of the big thing about this internship it was my first opportunity to work within the context of a design team, even though it was small. One, it was still a team. It was another. It was it was just another designer other than me, mm-hmm. um, which was really cool. And, and 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 she was also really senior, uh, and and so or at least senior than me. And and so like what was really cool there was I got an opportunity to hone my craft for a bit, kind of like polish it just a little bit. Um, stuff around, like, how do you structure files? How do you hand off to another designer? Like, stuff like that just made my work really, really like, much better and, and allowed me to be in a better place here in my next internships. And so at the end of that one, um, I left that internship, Jen um, so end of the summer, felt feeling really great, great, great about myself and great about the fact that I, I got my first design um, role. Around that time, I had taken a trip back to Ottawa for a bit. Um, and that was when I got introed to uh, Transparent Kitchen by a friend, uh, by a really good friend of mine okay. who's a VC here in Ottawa. He's um, he's an angel investor, so he was like, "Hey, do you want to meet this cool company?" I was like, "Yeah, sure." Met them. Um, they're what I found really interesting about Transparent Kitchen is that their first founder, one of their founders, was a designer, so I thought that was really cool. So I joined that company, and what they were doing there, they're like, "There's," and they were actually my first time, also my first time working on a product. Okay. So all my design, my all, my, so my design role before was at an agency but I'd never done um, product work. Mm-hmm. And so that was my first time joining a team, building a product and trying to ship something. And, and so there, what was really interesting there was I also got to design, but with the goal of like, how does this, how does design impact product strategy? Okay. And thinking about like, where we have a goal, there's, 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 they had a product out already. Um, there were strategies around how that product should evolve and there was ways design like fit into that so it was really cool to like say okay there's a way we want this product to go um how is design helping move that move this needle forward and uh, um, whether it's helping us get more like b2c customers and, and that's the goal there and so design is design is enabling that so that was a really really cool um space to be in And it was actually around that time that i got my um first facebook uh my got, got the offer from uh facebook and so um that's really been the span of a year uh finished so i joined transparent kitchen in january of this year mm-hmm. um and finished that in april and then joined facebook in may and um and, and so that's that's kind of kind of that's the thing with those two experiences pilot interactive honing my craft transparent kitchen Um, then using that craft to impact product strategy um, at some level and that's a really cool thing about startups you kind of just zoom in on something Um, and then with uh, with Facebook um, before I dive into that because we're going to go into that I think it's really interesting to think about like what the experience is like um, or what was going through my head uh, thinking about like why do I want to to, you know work here like why sf like why these like why this place mm-hmm. i think like before even getting to facebook i think there's something to be said about like wanting to work in san francisco because i could have probably just kept that trajectory of pilot interactive just married kitchen i've probably maybe i did try for shopify once i could have probably like eventually the second time gone to shopify probably yeah. and just kind of keep the uh, trajectory there um i think like with sf what's really interesting about working in san francisco working in Silicon valley yeah. is this idea that um you're, you're kind of it's you're kind of surrounded by a lot of really smart people yeah. and what i want to emphasize there is it doesn't, it doesn't mean that there aren't smart people anywhere else there are but i personally believe that there is the largest concentration of really smart people in one place yeah. um, and it's really hard to get recreate that anywhere else i don't know i don't know much about this history of san francisco but i do know that something along the way has created this like incredible ecosystem of really really smart people condensed in one place um, I also wanted to just work on really tough challenges I wanted to work on really really tough challenges um, and again the con- a concentration of that just happened to be um, happened to be there yeah. um, and then with with Facebook the goal there was this this idea of how do I work for for a company that is you know solving some of the hardest problems around like, the you know frontier of user privacy, the frontier of um, how we relate with the internet world, like a lot of that is changing over the next couple of years. And so, um, you know, Facebook kind of positioned had this really to me, it felt like a really interesting opportunity to tackle those problems. Um, I still think they're a really interesting opportunity to like tackle those problems because mm-hmm. they're they're just they're just right at the frontier of those uh, of those problems, and the frontier is often very messy. But you know, that's what it is.
0: Okay, so we talked about Cliffolio, yep. Pla- Pilot Interactive, and then Transparent Kitchen. That's right? correct. Right? And you talked about um, your interviewing with Facebook there. So I really want to pivot yeah. into that now. So what was the interview process like? How was it like when you got the, the, the offer? offer? Mm-hmm. And then what was your actual internship like. yeah
1: that's 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 really awesome and, and i love talking about the experience because like facebook for me is the culmination of about two years of work um a lot of people lot, you, you know this um, went through the facebook process essentially twice um, my first rejection was around fall of 2017. Uh, my second rejection was around fall of 2018. Okay. <laughs> and my first offer was early 2019 so i kind of also got rejected and then got <laughs> And like I got rejected a little earlier, but then got an offer later since so it's, it's,
0: so, it's so kind of in the same even time. If, even though you got like rejected twice, it's really important that you kept it up. Yeah.
1: Like, Facebook was you know. a very personal goal for me. It was yeah. a very personal goal. Um, there were a lot of, there's a lot of companies I could have worked at, but Facebook was very personal for me and, 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 and for me, it was really important that I, that I worked there because one, I thought the people were, they, they were pretty, you know, were pretty awesome um i thought the opportunity to learn was was probably greatest there and um and 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 two I, I wanted to be in the bay i wanted to i wanted to check out what it was like to be in the bay and, and work in and, and work in the bay area so you know, that that process against facebook is really interesting um the first rejection was um as it was i guess was actually because or well, how i got the first rejection or how i got the first interview rather mm-hmm. was uh, through a referral so that too okay. Hustled that to get that and really how that that, how that happened was um i connected with somebody on twitter and we'd had a chat we had a video chat for a bit and then he was like hey what are you doing for your summer internship i was like um nothing but like i'm kind of interested in facebook and then he was like okay let me connect you with somebody who works at facebook and then next thing you know it was like somebody was like yeah i'll refer you and that's kind of how that went, super random but um i think a lot of times too and i'm really the first person to say like i got really lucky too like there's a lot of my life all the paths to Facebook, that's, that, that that was just luck meeting preparation, right? Yeah. So the parts you can control or luck, the parts you can't control is preparation, but nine times out of 10, 80% of it is preparation. And then there's that 20 or 10% luck that really like knocks them down in the park for you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So interviewed there the first time. And really what that interview process is like at Facebook is... Um, you basically do a portfolio review as a designer, so it's really important as an as a designer to have to, to you know have a portfolio, and then um, that then leads into um, an app critique. And really, what that looks like is you do um, you and a designer kind of on a video chat, take a look at an app, usually um, something you know something different from what you usually do, or not something Facebooky. And then, um, you critique it. You just kind of think out loud around like what's going on in this app and, and how is things designed and kind of talk back and forth with the designer about that. And really just trying to see your ability to critically think, um, and also to give feedback because that's a big, a big part of your work as a designer is your ability to give, to, you know, give that feedback. Um, so, so that's kind of, you know, the first process I went through that. It, the process was the same the second time, pretty much the same thing. Um, but really what I did, after that first rejection, I think like many things may be different. Was um, I actually kept in touch with my recruiter? I think a lot of people um, sometimes maybe don't do that. I don't know how often people do that, but um, my recruiter and I actually built a connection over the last um, two years, and we got to meet him for the first time when I when I when I uh, moved to the Bay this last summer. And so um, that connection, really, what that was, is I would just update him on like what I was doing, and and and, and update him on new jobs I take in, or. New internships I taken. I did the offer. I got the rejection, and then emailed him when I got the offer from Pilot Interactive. I said, "Hey, you know, I didn't join Facebook. Well, I'm joining this design agency, though." Know? Um, and, and that was it. Seems really weird, but it can be really, really, really um powerful way to to also show your growth. Yeah, I think that's the that 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 was a work it's Not that it was also like heart heart touching. It was also like it allowed him to paint a picture of my growth over time. So he's seeing me join a design agency, then he's seeing me go to a startup and he's seeing the uh, the amount of work I take on change. Like before I'm like, oh, I'm just design- designing this page, but now I'm doing like feature level work at a, um uh, at a startup because so startup they had me like own search which is really cool like a really big like chunky part of the uh, of the product before yeah. i was working on just a page or something like that so so like and, and the, the, the scope of my work and, and the breadth of it is also and you can paint that growth over time and i would also tell them about the side projects that i did um i would uh, i told them when i did uh, you wanna hack and became design lead for that i told them when i launched black suit design and and that was a really interesting project just a side note like black suit design is a project that i launched um February of this year, 2019, uh, and we'd launched it around Black History Month, and the idea was to um, create a platform to raise the voices of Black designers in tech. It was like, how can we just give a platform to these people um, that are doing really awesome work? And, and that was really that was really the goal. But I think it's that idea of like doing impactful work. Um, like, I think at that scale, like when you're, when you're, when you're trying to, 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 to work at Bay Area companies, I think like, it's really interesting. Even your side projects, mm-hmm. um, thinking about like, how do I move from side projects that are just like, they can still be fun, but have an element of impact. I think a lot of, a lot of things like that's the, the, the next like version two of like side projects is like, yeah. I have fun side projects. Like, like the Jiffy one, that was, that was fun, but relatively no impact, um, unless you're like really, really into gifts. Um, but, um. The Black Design one and of Hack and um, like all the different stuff I picked up over time over that period of time like those were really really impactful work, um, and so um, the second time around did 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 my did uh, the interview, got a rejection around that time. Um, I was like I'm just gonna do this again. I don't really care. I'm gonna keep trying. And so this is how I was at Transparent kitchen. And then um, summertime rolled. Summertime was getting close for 2019. Um, I was interviewing at. I was starting to explore other options in the Bay. Some Great. options that would take me out to LA. Some other options that would keep me in SF in the Bay Area. One um, of my crew reached out to me and said, "Hey, like, would you like to join to my Facebook?" And I was like, "Sure, <laughs> why not? Like, I'm not. That's that's awesome." And um and and of course, uh, I I still went through like a, a mini like uh, interview loop, uh, and then and then and, and, and then got that offer.
0: Okay. Yeah. So um, one of the things that I always think about is um so in the interviews. Is that for like like engineering interviews yeah it's always like data structures and algorithm questions yeah. right it's a lot of like lead code yeah. uh, it's a lot of reviewing those things but for the design interview it's definitely is obviously different right yeah so what is like the one thing you'd recommend uh, designers to? Like really work on to yeah. be like prepared for yeah what
1: you do. um it's funny um as you say this I'm also preparing for a design interview <laughs> myself and um I think like what's really important about design interviews and I think probably cuts across all interviews because you did mention that they're that they're different but I think like what what probably makes them different isn't um what you think it is like, I think a lot okay. of people think they're different because oh like one's leak code and then one's this. Um, both are relatively looking for the same thing. Looking for like a, like, the, like the point of an interview is to look for a signal on something. Mm-hmm. So once you know what signal, what this, what what signals they're looking for, you can then reverse engineer how to give off those those signals. So with LeetCode and technical and like whiteboarding and all that fun stuff, the idea is you know to understand one. How do you think on your feet? Two. Are you collaborative? And do you have a basic understanding? of, you know, the stuff that you're going to be doing. And we'll do that. We'll test for that with some kind of question. With design, um, what they're looking for, again, like how do you collaborate to, um, you know, how do you, and I guess, how do you work? What's your process like? So if I were to say, okay, what's one thing I want to, I want design designers, people going to design um, interviews for internships or full-time is really, really making it clear what your process is like. Um, and, and then a slight addendum to that, I would add um, really Spend time to frame the problem. I think a lot of people go into interviews, um, especially with design, because what you're doing nine times out of 10, the bulk of design review is your portfolio review. That's a big one. Um, and it's often always decides whether or not we even bother like trying to test for all the other signals. Like we want to just see like, what's your body of work like? Okay, If those don't, and it's not hitting the, the 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 right levels, then everything else may not even be, be worth testing for. But this is this is not every company, but most companies operate this way. Okay. And so, what a portfolio review does is it shows, gives you an opportunity to show them this is how a problem when a problem comes to me, this is how I walk through the through these problems to get to a solution. So I think focusing on what that process is like, um, how do you show that off, like. The ways you do it is up to you, but by making sure at the end of the day you, you've given the signal for that is probably the most important thing,
0: okay? Yeah, I'll cut there, break. Yeah, oh, that was good, it's like really good, no problem. Okay, so we got oh, we I want to talk about, and then you want to talk about my the actual, yeah, the actual, yeah, yeah that was good. good stuff, yeah, good, so. Yeah
1: yeah we're we're doing where i think of, we're pretty pretty much so uh, mm-hmm. we already talked about how i got fb yeah. we talked about preparation for fb and the yeah. uh in, interview, with, um, what's so, interview Pro- process, process. Yeah, yeah i already talked about that um and
0: so the internship and then, and then we're going to talk about CISA. yeah and then we're going to bring it back and then to, we're going to bring it just right, close it off yeah. with yeah. you know
1: what my so mm-hmm. we're going to do another 10 we can do another 10 minutes Okay. Basically, so another they, 10 minutes. I think the, camera, the overheat warning didn't come up, so 10 minutes should be fine. Okay, okay. so we know that 10 minutes, and what what we'll do is like well, what was the internship like, and then see like. So okay. I'll wrap, I'll do what the internship is like. And then um what I think you can transition with when I'm done with the internships is like talk about the fact that I'm now back on campus. Yeah.
0: Um so now you now you're back on exactly, campus. Exactly. Now that I'm back on campus. What are you doing? You're exactly. Right. And
1: I think that's a really interesting for me. It'll give me an interesting opportunity to talk about to like reflect on that because like that's yeah. something I've personally been doing for the first time in a long time. Um, this is the longest stretch of time I've ever been on campus. Um, three three semesters. I haven't been on campus that long. Okay. <laughs> I don't spend a lot of time on campus. I'm usually like off doing something, and so it's really interesting for me. So I think that's a really cool frame yeah. um, angle to, to frame like talking about CESA and schoolwork, is yeah. like more reflective. Gotcha. Right. So, yeah. Just a say a side note. Okay
0: that's a good transition, and then the fu- the and then the future stuff yeah, so are you comfortable talking about like your internships like that you're applying to or no Should um, we just like I know? won't mention the places so I guess we can just but say, like, I
1: can't talk about like yeah I can't talk about the fact that I have more like one more two more internships I can talk about some ancient, like, opportunities I'm interested in um I think uh honestly like i like I'll answer the question. I i yeah. I may not allude to like where I'm anything right now, that's true. but I, I can always speak to future stuff. Like I'll probably be I might just joke around, be like, hey, I want to work at Airbnb and then do a deadpan shot and be like holla at me like something like that. <laughs> the like, no A little bit to the left your left. Not too far. Yeah, that's 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 De- center, okay. yeah deadshot like you're okay. like holl at me like <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> something like that and the fact that i'm like doing part time work right now as well i'll, I'll okay. do that so i'm doing part time work at um, a startup called um, R V Z. so doing that too yeah.
0: and i also yeah. want to talk about um and startups i want to do startups as yeah. well like so. after you graduate yeah after i graduate okay are we good to go Is so it-
1: uh why do you think it's like less so 16 minutes is when that camera would hit its limit so that's fine that's fine for, for the sure. first for the, for the, first the first, yeah. that we're gonna do fb internship and school
0: yeah okay, all right. and then we're gonna so I'll just do 16 minutes sweet Ooh, oh sorry do you want to talk about um like your time managing in school like school work interview stuff yeah
1: okay, i can right, talk about that okay. after um the experience at facebook okay sure yeah okay. like i'll talk about that from a more reflective point of view but i will talk about it okay cool
0: all right so we talked about the interview process how yeah. you got the offer how was the actual
1: how was tonight? the actual internship i can tell you facebook's facebook's like a wonderland it was pretty it was pretty wild like uh menlo like so i i got to work in the menlo park office with hq um and a lot of people on there big company big office lots of buildings i think there's like I don't know how many restaurants on on on, on the campus i forgot i don't i didn't count but it was definitely more than like 10 okay. for sure um a lot of places to eat like micro kitchens everywhere you're just like you're ne- your food is never like too far from you like you can just like stretch your hand this way and touch a snack or touch your food like it was like it was crazy and um when i joined the team at facebook i joined so, so i worked on the ads manager um okay. and and got to really, like, work on really cool stuff there. Um, And with the internship itself, it was probably, I I, I tell people it was the hardest thing I've had to do so far. 110%. It was, which was the point, right? It was supposed to be, like, it was supposed to be a 10x of my skills because I I really like to put myself as much as I can in as many, like, I I really like to to push my comfort zone. Like, that's that's really how I find growth. And um, if you look at my trajectory, it was, like, portfolio, like a hundred, two hundred person company. And then, okay, I was switching into design. So I started with like a design agency, really small. Then moved to a startup, also really small. And then I was like, I'm just going to like go straight to like a large company. That's kind of, that's the trajectory here. Um, no middle stage where we're working on like mid-sized companies. We're like, nah, now nah, we're just going to go straight to like companies okay. that are like 10,000 people. <laughs> Got it. So um that, 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 that transition was really tough, I will say. It was definitely like a, it was like a shock. I was like, whoa, this is a lot of people. Um, but what I will say that was really, really crazy about that internship is the scale of work. And it's probably the biggest thing I learned at Facebook is how to design, own, and ship things at scale. Okay. Um, I think like that's probably what a lot of people gain out of like big four companies or like working at large companies like that. Um, let's see if you're doing it right, you're learning like how to ship at scale. It's like okay. the work you're doing is no longer just like hundred thousand people or two hundred thousand people. It's like easily ten million or hundred million people. Easily Facebook has about two billion users. So like, crazy. like your scale of work, if you were only working at like zero point one, if your work was only touching zero point one percent, you're still reaching a lot. I don't even know what that percentage is, but it's it's like a lot of people yeah. still. So that can be like a really crazy like mind sh- like mind shift to make, it's like, whoa, my work has like a lot of impact. Um, and, and, but, but Facebook is really trusting and they create this environment for you to like also do that work. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it wasn't, it didn't take me very long to adjust as well to say, okay, you know, I'm here. I'm present. I got here. It's time to do some really cool work. And, and so, you know, that's, and, and so that's what I did. But, you know, it wasn't, again, I cannot stress, was not without It's fun. Like living in the Bay was awesome. I had a lot of fun. Um, Facebook covers a lot of like your housing stuff and all that fun stuff. So mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about that. Um, and campus again, is like a wonderland. You're just like biking between offices and, and, and just like having a really, really fun time. Yeah. Um, I obviously once your work is done, but, and again, it's really easy too, to just like kind of show up to work and just like mess around the whole day like it's like no one's really like hounding you like no one's gonna be like hey like as long as you're not missing meetings like no one's gonna be like hey like where's your project it's like you're like you're responsible for like um for like time forecasting your own project you're the like you're responsible for looking for the proper like people um within the company or within your team to to help move that project forward you're responsible for all of that like i used to run t- like run meetings at facebook like, it's crazy like my, my manager would be like yeah you're the one running that meeting and I would like come in and like, thanks everyone for being here and plug my laptop in and like walk them through like what I'm trying to get done and what I want everyone to like
0: Hopefully. help, help,
1: help move me f- move forward on this. Like that to me was crazy. Like these are people who like these are full timers and I'm here like <laughs> leading meetings. It's crazy. I got to do some user research work there as well. So interviewing people and working within those systems and doing these are people who use Facebook or help like move that, like, they're part of that system. So, um, this, again, like I can't I keep coming back to scale, like the scale of work was just, like once I finished Facebook, I really felt like I could handle just about any project, like I could I could take many project, look at it and say, okay, this is how it can break down, this is how I can forecast it and so and I get this done. And I think like that's, that's the biggest thing there, design and ownership at scale. Uh, and anything memorable, like they really know how to like ha- make like make the interns feel at home like that's something else that i felt really there you can message anybody and just grab lunch with them like that's something yeah. i do a lot and i encourage a lot of people who even if you're not in a big foreign internship if you are in any internship like meet people like i think a lot of people a lot of interns and students try to like you know be like i'm an intern i'm <laughs> like i've never thought that um back in like i mean in high school i said Oh no, i'm gonna fetch coffee like you're not here to fetch coffee you're here like have impact like that's the that's the point
0: yeah
1: um and so um that to me was you know i got to message anybody and everybody and just like get meetings i would have like my lunch but like I, I block off time and it was like always oh, filled with somebody or, like grabbing lunch with somebody that was crazy it was wild and these are people who like they design on marketplace so they design on this so they design for ar they design for ai they design for responsible ethics they designed for ads they designed for portal like so many different things at the company and i just like pinged them and i'm like hey do you want to grab lunch and they're like sure we do want to meet and it's like that to me was just wild i got to do a hackathon project um at the company um and, and that was really cool like it was just like we um i, I can't really talk about what i did th- for, for the project but like i got to like really um it, it was just like we assembled a team of interns, other interns. other um i think we were like 10 of us and we like built a built like built something new and and we got to like demo it and and show it off to people and i also got to talk i actually got to my a a vp saw my project and he was like yo this is really cool um we should build this and i'm like whoa that's super awesome and so like those kind of experiences to me are just like like when i look back on it were super amazing like they're the kind of things that really 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 make you think like yeah I can do this, like, and I think it wasn't up until Facebook that I finally realized that yeah, I'm a designer. It's like, it's like, for a while I've always been like, oh, I don't know, I might just go back into engineering, because like, mean, there was a point um when I was first starting out in engineering where like I think I was um I think um Shopify reached back out and they're like, hey, um, you did really well on our last one. You didn't get an offer, but like you kind of did pretty good. Like, do you want to try it again? And I think I was like doing, I was doing so hot on design uh, interviews. I was like, okay is gonna be an out here. Like I could just like, if I just take this, nail it. is not a bad place to be. It's a pretty great yeah. right spot to be. Um, and I remember saying no. I was like, <laughs> no, <"Nah>, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, they were like, they were. I was like, no, I'm good. I'm 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 looking for design internships right now, so I'm gonna turn down your the, this offer this offer to uh, interview. It was it was not an offer, it was an offer to interview. They were gonna like get me through the process a little quicker, and I was like, hey. Um, and I was like, no, i'm gonna I'm gonna try and be a designer and try to figure that out. And this was even before pilot. So I hadn't even gotten the first internship yet. Wow. Um, so so looking back from that and looking at Facebook now, it's like, whoa, i' I'm here. I, I mean, I'm still got a long way to go, but you know, like I kind of feel like a designer now. So I think that was a lot of what I got out of that internship and 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 the, the entire path there as well.
0: Okay, so so now that you're like back on campus, mm-hmm. right? I know you you're not on campus a lot, but now that you're back, what are you like what, doing? What
1: am, I, what am I doing? What am I <laughs> yeah, what am I doing with myself? That's it's <laughs> really just because like so because like those who like if some people are clued into this that like Transparent Kitchen and Pot and Facebook happened back to back, so that means I did yeah. eight months of work, um, and before that I'd been a lot being a lot of design work as well. So I've kind of been like on this treadmill of design for like mm-hmm. almost a year and a half now. I'm just like constantly shipping something whether it's you Odd hack or Transparent kitchen or um, black design or facebook like i was just always shipping and now that i'm back i'm actually like making a more intentional effort to like step away from it all um and just focusing more on on school trying to be a student again and just having a good time with it um facebook really reminded me that um as much as, as fun as it is it's still work and yeah. it's still a lot of work as well and 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 this it's just it's different. and um, So I like yeah. You know. I think I miss being a student and just like going to house parties and just having a good time and worrying about assignments. And like, I have not had to worry about son for eight months. Like it's like you kind of like I was like what is an assignment? And so um now that I'm back on campus, I'm also kind of a little bit reflective about like my time you know on campus about three and a half years now. And um you know a lot of people have probably clued in. I skipped a lot of classes. Um. Which probably also translate, trans, it did translate to, like, not so great of, like, a oh, school. Like, my my transcript is, it's okay. Like, I wouldn't call it, like, I'm not doing hot. I hope my parents will see this. <laughs> like, I mean, they know I'm I'm doing stuff, but, I mean, they know I'm not on the dean's list. <laughs> like, so I was like, yeah. And so, um now that I'm back, I'm really reflecting on how I balance things. Like, before, I'd really just kind of did, like, I'd kind of always been, like, an all-or-nothing kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, I'm not really the kind of person to do, like halfway this halfway that that's not me like when i commit i do 110 percent and so when i zeroed in that i was going to do design and i was going to design in the bay um everything kind of became second priority um like really it's a it's a it's a blessing and a curse in the sense that like i'm the kind of person you put me on a project or anything like i will make it a number one priority and everything else will just matter less Mm -hmm. and so like for me that that was a lot of my school effort so when people ask me about balance I don't think I ever achieved it. (laughs) Like, I'm pretty open about that. I think, like, balance is, I don't think I ever actually achieved balance. I think I just achieved, like, something that worked for me and allowed me to get to where I needed to go to. Mm -hmm. I'm still working on balance, actually, on something that um, I'm trying to commit to getting better at. Um, And it's, I think I try to be open about that and say, like, um, the trade-off I made between school and the bay, I don't. I don't say i don't think it was optimal it was what i needed to do to get to where to, i thought i needed to, to get to where i needed to go but i don't i don't call it the optimal way to do it i don't think it's the only way either i think it's what i did for unique to my situation and and, and so when people ask me about hey how do you balance school and i'm like you tell me like i wish i to. Like, um i'm just doing what i need to do out here to, to get to where i need to get to and so now that i'm back i'm actually trying to like really take a more intentional effort around balance and and i realized balance is also a matter of um what you say yes and no to so i've seen a, i've said a lot of no's personal no's to side projects and you're saying like you know what i'm not gonna work on this i just i can't okay. so like it's been hard i'm a really i'm a big as you probably can tell by now i'm a really big yeah. side project guy so I've had to say no to a lot of side projects and say I can't work on that. Right. And I just don't have the ba- I don't have the bandwidth for it. Um, I've wanted to take up more um mentorship work here on campus and just like around. Um, I mentor a lot of people here and there. And and i had to like also dial back a little bit and say, okay, like this is how much I can commit to helping you. And 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 if you need more help, I can point you in the right direction. So it's like somebody else can like compliment what I'm, I'm providing um and then just saying like i also want to graduate so i think a big part i can think i'm ready for like I, i'm also feeling like i'm ready for more full-time work as well um which like well like i think we have plans to talk about yeah. some of that later so I'm, I'm ready for that too so that's just like, again, yeah, how can i wind down like like so similar to how i ramped up the bay like this did this ramp up on bay area is how can I like swing back, you um, know, in, in, in swing back in a healthier way, yeah. and then ramp up on school and just like knock through classes and, and so now I'm back on campus for three semesters, which is like the longest yeah. I've ever been on campus ever. <laughs> so I'm doing three semesters, no summer, uh, um, internship, which is like oh my god. <laughs> but it's kind of like at first I thought it was really bad, but it's like no, and like I also wanted to like. Not like fall back on my fall, Mm -hmm. like, like, miss my design skills. I picked up a part time design job and working at a startup, um, and just doing design work there like 20 hours a week, nothing crazy. Um, and 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 they're like still solving problems because it's a big part of me. I just love solving problems, and so I'm getting that now that fix kind of, um, but from, um, but from a part time job as opposed to like a side project or something that I would like suck me in because the job is kind of partitioned, it's like. 20 hours, and I'm like, yeah, I can, I can do that. I can just see 20 hours and just like step away, cool. um, and so that's kind of how I'm trying to achieve a new balance, and and, and kind of yeah, a new balance, and, then, and I'm trying to like do that now. But I, I will admit, and before, like I don't think it was balance, okay. um, but I think it was what I needed to do to get to where I needed to get to.
0: Okay, so you are the president of CSUN, yeah. right? So what's that about? What are you doing? You have three semesters here now, mm. so. What are kind of things that you want to promote as your time as president? Yeah. Um, what is kind of like your philosophy yeah. that you want to promote? Yeah, totally, totally. Those, those are great questions. Um. So,
1: yeah, so CISA, with CISA, the Software Engineering Students Association, for those who don't know, if you're watching the video, you probably know, <laughs> but yeah. if you don't know, come on, <laughs> we're cool. So anyways, with the Software Engineering Students Association, um, you know, I joined that team, joined this club in my First year, really as a volunteer, I started started up putting um, flyers all over site, and I remember my first year, I walked up to the president at the time and said, "Hey, I want to be president, but my third year, like, how do I do that?" It was really ballsy. I was like, well, "You're probably like, who the hell is this guy?" Um, but I remember walking right up to him and said. I'm president. What can I do? was you start putting up flyers, and I was like, yeah, I'll do that. As I put up flyers. And so over the time over the time I've like, you know, I moved from that, became vice president, served for vice president under two presidents, and I'm president this year. Um and then you know, now that I'm back on campus and now that I'm back on campus as president, um, it's been a really interesting like time to to think about coming into in the world, to think about like my philosophy, like you asked about my my philosophy as president. I think really the way I see it is my job you know right now and as i as i look out into the future is to enable the best work for my team like that's really um how i think about the work that i do um i would like a world where my team is front and center and 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 and, you know and the team is front and center and what they do and the work they do is front and center and i'm just at the back kind of unclogging the pipes and making sure that nothing gets blocked and making sure i'm not blocking anything as well um so, so so to me like Aligning you know, an executive member of the team with you know work that needs to be done and where growth opportunities are for themselves is exactly like I think the intersection of those three things is is where I think my job is as you know, um as president. You know, is 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 the right person on the team? Are they working on the right things? And are they working on the kind of things that make them, you know. Grow like, on, on whatever growth looks like to them, and you know, and to and to me within the concept of, of the team. So, so to me, like that's, you know, that's my philosophy, and um, a big part of also why I've been with CISA for so long and, and and took on the president role is also like giving back. I think mm-hmm. U Ottawa has been a big part of you know my of my story. I, I went to school here, and so I still go to school here, and I think like you know, th- th- this like, the giving back to the community and enabling not just the team but also the next set of software engineers in the larger community to engage with tech and engage with their careers and and do what they have, whatever they want to do and explore the world outside of uautala whether it's toronto montreal the bay europe Asia, whatever it is like just breaking down those walls and saying like you go wherever you want to go like if you if you decide to want if you decide you want to be in canada do that because it's where you want to be not because it's the only thing you can do right to me that's like that's always been it. like a world where like you can just you can you can feel you feel like you can go anywhere mm-hmm. um and then you choose where you want to go to like for me the bay isn't isn't the end goal actually like eventually i feel like you know i i might want to be other places but for now that's like that's what it is and, and I'm, I'm i'm very fortunate to be able to make those decisions and now for me it's like how can i make it so that other people can make those decisions and other people can make those choices with freedom, um, mm-hmm. and say like, and, and be able to think about their career any way they want to. So that's also a big part of my time here at CISA. Um And as I as I as I as I move through this, this role for the next year, um, it's you know some of the things I want to hit. You know, is one enabling you know the people on my team to do good work. Two, you know, enabling the community that we serve to to to, to also do their best work and breaking down those walls for them. And I think, you know, three is is then, you know, beginning this sort of handoff process and saying, you know what, um, we've done some fun stuff in the three years that we've been here on campus. I'm ready um, to have somebody walk up to me and say, hey, I want to be president my third year. And I'm going to be like, go for it. Um, and I already see that in, in in the team that I'm with now. and And, and I see like so many people that could just do some awesome stuff all over this campus in yeah. so many different areas and i'm so excited for that and so for me the way i see my job and the way i see what i, what I do with CISA is how can i just enable all of that
0: as much as possible
1: and then step away yeah
0: um, okay so we talked about CISA, and now so you've done four internships yep. right Are you in your Three and a half years. Three and a half. Getting you're to, getting very to close, to right? close to graduation, right? Getting yeah. So, what is kind of like your wrap-up plan for university? Mm. And what is beyond that? What like, is beyond that? The what, great beyond. Yeah.
1: I know. That's a good question. <laughs> um, I can't claim to know all the answers. And funny enough, like, if you'd asked me this question like a while ago, I probably would have an answer. But now that I'm post-Facebook, I don't have much of an answer, but I do have some idea. So, wrap-up plan is to finish school. Like, I'm just... I'm about done like i'm like you know what i'm about to just like cut it it's a wrap <laughs> I'm, i've had my fun here like can i just can i just go so I'm, I'm moving through my classes and trying to get as many of them just knocking through all of them and, and also my um capstone project as well I'm trying to get all of those done and then post that um i one i'd start to think i'm starting to think about you know my career post-university i've always thought that i've always been of the, the belief that your career doesn't start after you leave university. Like a lot, I think a lot of students think your career starts after you leave university. like, that's a, that's categorically kind of false. Your career, at least in tech, yeah. we're fortunate enough to like be able to like do the stuff you want to do now. You don't have to wait till you graduate. So I've been very fortunate enough to do some of the stuff I want to do now and then not have to wait till I graduate to do good work and do work yeah. that I feel proud of. So now it's just like, okay, I've seen what good work looks like. I've seen what I enjoy. How can I begin to find teams that, you know, I can be with more long term. You know, long-term being like maybe two years, three years, four years, ship more longer-term larger projects uh, and be a part of some more impactful things and so um, you know one company that's like top of mind for me is Airbnb so holla at me like you know where I'm at <laughs> I'm really like that's a company that I, I really would like to work with. Uh, work with and, and see, you know, what like what is it like to design for for for, for, for a company like re, like reimagining the way human interaction works it's like to some degree like we were taught don't talk to strangers now we're sleeping in strangers' houses like to me that's crazy like how do you design for that and so that's that's a really interesting um, company that I like to work for another thing I'm really passionate about is startups and so post graduation as well I think that's probably a world where um, if the timing is if the timing's right the people are right the ideas right. Uh, I might also explore like just going to startup around and building a startup for about a year or two and then seeing where that goes as well. So there's really like two ways I could go. Um, but beyond that, me three years ago, usually had a plan for like three years out. And so like like I said, Facebook was very intentional. Facebook was um, the result of about two, two and a half years of like forecasting and planning and trying to figure out how do I actually get here. Um, And now I've just kind of taken a break from planning for a second and saying like, you know what, let's just like pause. Let's enjoy the moment, let's enjoy what we got right now. And um, obviously we're not moving aimlessly through life, but we're not trying to plan everything. But I think I get closer to graduation, I might have. If you ask me this question like in a year, you might have a better answer. But for now, um, I'm thinking about either startups or really interesting teams, product teams to work for that are are building really interesting products. Another thing I've been really interested in is uh, this is interesting fellowship called the Kleiner Perkins fellowship. Um, I I was a f- I was a finalist once, but then went to Facebook. I'd be interested in doing that again as a nice little um, um, intersection between those two things. And so like I don't have to like sacrifice startups. I might actually still be able to work at a startup, but also do that within the context of a product team, like a really great product team. So Kleiner Perkins might be a nice like middle ground for that as well. So. I think there's a lot of different ways like my life post-graduation could, could go. I think what's probably more obvious right now is I might want to, I do think uh, there's a world where I moved to the Bay, um, at least for maybe three to four years uh, and just like see what that's like and build and, and try to build some really cool stuff there and really cool, um, partnerships with people and just, just, just immerse myself. I think, uh, I think, um, the bay to some degree is a very transitional city mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people are there for like different moments in their life and i think like the moment in my life where the bay makes the most sense is now or like post graduation after which i think it doesn't make it much sense anymore like later stage in your life and so like i think that for that reason i think that's why i'd like to make that move now and then um see what and then just kind of see what happens um while i'm there and then maybe after that if you want to go really far out um i think there's a world where i move back to toronto and come back to canada and try to build some really cool shit with people i don't have to say that i'll say it um really cool stuff with people um here in toronto and, and really try to I can't can't re- rinse and repeat that process of like um going really far out out of my comfort zone learning a lot of stuff and then like contracting again so i think like my life is probably a series of of, of like expansions and contractions expansions and contractions and i think like I've done a really big expansion. Um, If you look at the growth trajectory Mm -hmm. from like Transparent Kitchen to Facebook, that's like a really big expansion. Right now, I'm just kind of in this contraction mode. Um, And I think like moving to the Bay will be the next expansion. And then probably moving to Toronto might be the next like contraction. So it's not a very like perfect one-to-one map of my life. But I think so far, like overall, like it it holds over like most periods. Um, But yeah,
0: that's that's kind of what I'm thinking about uh, looking out to the future. Okay, that's like all my questions I had for you today um thank you so much for coming I I I know that that you're like interviewing right now and you don't have a lot of time thanks for coming out today no problem I
1: really appreciate
0: you having me um do we want to do another like should I I feel like I should say more stuff you're good yeah I mean I can like record the conclusion more yeah I'll have like a separate intro and do you, up- you want
1: to do up- um do you want me to rec- do you want to do a play uh stuff about um how people can reach out to me like if people want to yeah. connect with me i can so, re- i can record that really quickly for you if you want yeah. it's um, still running if you want to do it yeah are both running yeah, both yeah okay
0: so all right so if you guys want to contact tolu here is contacting
1: yeah sure so if you want to reach out to me um um best way is probably over email so all of this will be in in, the the description, description, in the description below, below yeah. but it's at gmail.com that's t-o-l-u-w-a-n-i-m-i-o-l-u-b-o-d-e at gmail.com horribly long uh email address but it's my full name and on instagram t-x-l-u-u um on twitter t-x-l-triple-u um for some reasons and then um i think everywhere else is probably i don't really hang out there but twitter Instagram and email are probably the best way to reach me. If you, if you take my name and the thing and put it in LinkedIn, that's also really cool to reach out there on LinkedIn. I'm also down for that. But I'm always down to answer questions because somebody answered questions for me when I started as well. So
0: yeah. All right. Thanks again for coming. No problem. Uh, that's, that's about it for the video. It's a, cut. It's a wrap. Bam.